Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. Jesus says, except you see, you won't believe. And that's the sort of culture that we're in today. They say seeing is believing. But Jesus says, in essence, if you believe me, then you'll see it. Isn't that something? People say, show me and then I believe you. Then I'll believe you. But Jesus says, believe me and then I'll show you. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Welcome back, everybody, to another Bible study adventure right here at Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center. We're going to have an awesome time, and I thank you so much for joining us once again. Well, as you know, we've been in a series entitled The Miracle Man. Jesus is the Miracle Man, and we're celebrating him in each and every Bible study. We're going to research, we're going to dive into and discover the miracles of Jesus in Scripture. Our prayer is that while we are understanding, while we seek to understand these miracles, these signs and wonders, while we see how Jesus interacts with the other people and how they interact with him, our prayer is that we will also discover and uncover, reveal uh, how we can better relate to the Lord and how we can also interact with those miracles and receive them for ourselves. Amen. But not just ourselves, but others that are around us as well. So we want to tie into what the Lord Jesus is doing, and we're going to see that through his word. The last time we were together, we looked at uh, John, uh, the first miracle in the book of John, where Jesus turns water into wine, and that was thrilling. So if you didn't hear that in part one, go back and do that. It's really going to bless you. As we get started tonight, let me remind you that you can hear tonight's message as well as the entire series on our website at kingdomrock.org. So check it out today. All right, here we go now with part two of the series entitled The Miracle Man. Yay, Jesus! I know this is going to be awesome. All right, the second miracle of Jesus as recorded there in the book of John, the uh, fourth chapter. This is when Jesus heals the nobleman's son, the nobleman's son. So let's find out about this here and let's go ahead and read it. And after we read it, we'll go back and we'll talk about it. So John, the fourth chapter, verse 46, verses 46 through 54, and it says this. So Jesus came again into Cana of Galilee, where he made the water wine. And there was a certain nobleman whose son was sick at Capernaum. When he heard that Jesus was come out of Judea into Galilee, he went unto him and besought him that he would come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. Then Jesus said unto him, Except ye see signs and wonders, ye will not believe. The nobleman saith unto him, Sir, come down ere my child die, or come down before my child die. Jesus saith unto him, Go thy way, thy son liveth. And the man believed the word that Jesus had spoken unto him, and he went his way. And as he was now going down, 
his servant met him and told him, saying, Thy son liveth. Then inquired he of them the hour when he had began to amend. And they said unto him, Yesterday at the seventh hour the fever left him. So the father knew that it was at the same hour in the which Jesus said unto him, Thy son liveth. And himself believed, and his whole house. This is again the second miracle that Jesus did when he was come out of Judea into Galilee. Awesome. Isn't that awesome? So we're really going to get into this and dive into it and really dissect it. I love the word. Let's start up again at verse number 46. And let me show you a few things here. Verse 46 says again, so Jesus came into rather. So Jesus came again into Cana of Galilee, where he had made the water wine. And there was a certain nobleman whose son was sick at Capernaum. Now, let's talk about the nobleman's son. We know here that he was indeed sick and uh, he was at the point of death, as we as we discover further on down and that he had a fever. So I want you to not just to read the word, but let's get into it. Let's see the environment that the nobleman left, uh, what he left behind. So we know that he is rich because even when after at the conclusion of this, when his servants came to tell him the news that his son lived. Right. So he was rich. He had servants with him. He lived at Capernaum. He was a nobleman or, or a rich man. He could have possibly been a rich military man. Uh, but we know he had probably a great house, servants, and we don't know how many children, but possibly this one child. We don't know. But he leaves this scene with this child at the point of death in a fever. So, uh, so the child is probably sweating there in bed. Maybe the color is gone out of his, uh, out of his, uh, out of his skin, and he's laying there in bed. And someone tells him, or somehow he hears about Jesus. And he sets out, possibly with other servants, he sets out in seek of Jesus, seeking Jesus, in search of Jesus. All right. So he's leaving that scene. When he left home, his son was at the point of death, about to die. Breathing, his breathing is probably very shallow at this point. Can you see that happening? And so he closes the door in search of Jesus. That's the scene that I want you to see. I want you to really get that. All right. So he's there. And now the word Capernaum, I love this. The word Capernaum means village of comfort, village of comfort. So it's probably a very posh place. Looks very nice, very comfortable, but he's in a comfortable place and he has a very uncomfortable problem. There is something going on at home that is disturbing his peace. And what has disturbed his peace has brought him into the presence of the Lord. He's now seeking after Jesus. Oh, this is wonderful. Now let's look at uh, verse number 47. So verse 47 says, when he heard that Jesus was come out of Judea into Galilee. Let's stop there for a second. He heard about it. Now that's one thing that we need to see. We live in uh, this modern age. They did not have text messaging at that time. They didn't have uh, telephones at this time, emails or any of that. And you're leaving from one city. Now, 
Capernaum there and Galilee, I think uh, historians say or Bible commentators say that it was about 20 miles apart. All right. So someone told him Jesus is over there. And so he's seeking after Jesus. And in his travels, he heard that he's been seeking. So asking, have you seen Jesus? Have you seen Jesus? Have you seen him? So in his travels, he hears that Jesus was coming out of Judea into Galilee. He's over there and he seeks Jesus there. Now, we said Capernaum means a uh, comfortable place, right? And a, or rather the village of comfort, village of comfort. Now, Judea, I love this. It means he shall be praised. He shall be praised. All right. So Jesus is coming out a praise. Now, Galilee, grab a hold of this. Galilee means circuit, circuit, right? Or some type of uh, round line, so to speak, a circulation, circuit, circulation. So grab a hold of this. Here's Jesus. He is traveling or coming out of or dwelling in the circuit of praise. He's traveling in this circuit of praise. Got me? And so he catches up with Jesus as he's coming out of the circuit of praise. Now, let's go on. It says here in verse 47, when he heard that Jesus was come out of Judea into Galilee. All right. He's come out of praise and now he's going into the circuit. All right. He's coming out of praise, going into the circuit. He went unto him and besought him or begged him that he would come down and heal his son. For he was at the point of death. Now, let's talk a little bit about that circuit for a moment. As a matter of fact, let me give you the definition of circuit. We know about circuits in today's modern day culture. Uh, here in Bible times, it's talking about a group of cities that, you know, that was surrounding a certain area. They did a lot of fishing in Galilee. A lot of things were going on. So Jesus was going around this circuit, this area. But as we look at circuit, even in today's modern day materials, let me give you this definition. It's going to help too. A circuit is a closed loop that electrons can travel in. A source of electricity, such as a battery, provides electrical energy in the circuit. Unless the circuit is complete, that is, making a full circle back to the electrical source, no electrons will move. What are we saying? In this circuit, and if you think about a a circuit today, a circuit board or some type of computer, in order for another item of electronics to benefit from what's going on on that circuit board, circuit board, it has to touch it, it has to make contact with it, right? So Jesus is going about this circuit. He's leaving praise, going into the circuit, oh, no, or, oh blah. Or in other words, we can say he's in the circuit of praise. I want to say that. And this man from Capernaum, this nobleman, is seeking to interact or connect with this circuit. Now, again, if you have, let's say you have a car battery or some sort of battery and you have some form of electronics in order for that electronics to live or to do what it has to do, whether it's going to blink, flash or or whatever the purpose of the electronics are. In order for it to come to life, it must touch the source. The, it, must, it must touch the source of power. It must connect 
for that circle or that circuit to be complete. When that circuit is complete, power flows through that device from the battery to that device and it flows right back around to the source, comes out of the source, goes through the device and goes right back into the source of that power and all the power is released. So this man basically is trying to connect with the circuit. Now this is wonderful. See Jesus as the power source. See him as the battery. And this man has something at home that is lifeless, that is not moving. Just like let's say a cell phone or some type of uh, computer, the battery is gone. And you know what happens when your cell phone battery dies. There's no more power there. There's nothing wrong with the phone. It's just the battery is dead, right? Uh, there's something that is lifeless. So this man leaves a lifeless situation. His son is at the point of death in search of power. He wants to connect with the circuit. Grab a hold of you getting this. All right, let's go on a little bit further. Now, he found Jesus, of course, there at the circle of praise, uh, the circuit of praise. All right, so let's go on a little bit further. I want you, want you to see this because all of this actually comes to life in this entire in these entire verses here. Look at verse 48. Then said Jesus unto him, except ye see signs and wonders, ye will not believe. So what is Jesus trying to do? He's trying to get him to come up to where he is, to connect with him on the right circuit, right? This man's intent was to get Jesus to come with him into his home. He says, sir, come Come, come, I believe Jesus. I believe that if you would just come into my house, if I see you come into my house, if I witness this, then I will believe. Jesus said, except you see something, you won't believe. Now listen, there is no question here of the Lord's willingness to heal the young man. Of course he wanted to heal him. There's no question here, of course, of the Lord's ability to heal the young man. Of course the Lord had the power to do it. It was a question of faith, a question of belief. Jesus says, except you see, you won't believe. And that's the sort of culture that we're in today. They say seeing is believing. But Jesus says, in essence, if you believe me, then you'll see it. Isn't that something? People say, show me and then I believe you. Then I'll believe you. But Jesus says, believe me and then I'll show you. So the Lord's trying to get him to come to where he is. He's trying to get him to connect with the circuit, to connect with the circuit. You got it? And so let's look at here. Let's look at uh, as it goes on down. So Jesus uh, is again just trying him to trying to get him to connect. He has the power. He's trying to get the man. Come on, sir. Come on, brother. Come on, son. Connect with this power source. I have it here. Come on and connect with it. So let's look at verse 49. The nobleman said unto him, sir, Come down before my child dies. Jesus, now understand something. This man is coming to Jesus and he has a search, a sense of urgency. He is desperate. He's desperate for a move of God. And he begs Jesus, Jesus, come to my house. And then Jesus says to him, if you don't see it, you won't believe it. And then the man begs again, sir, come on, come to my house. Come to my house before my child dies. I am desperate. Remember, Jesus's solution to this is belief. Do you believe? Do you believe? Now, the man believes more in the Lord coming to his house. Obviously, he has some sort of belief in Jesus already, or he would not have left his home in search for Christ, right? So the Lord wants him to shift his believing. 
shift is believing because Capernaum is 20 miles out. Jesus is a very busy man, you know, here, especially here in Bible time. You know, he couldn't be at all places at one time. He was in physical form. So this man needed need a miracle now. His son was dying then at that moment, right? So Jesus says, in essence, shift your believing. Shift your believing. Now let's look on. Jesus said in verse 50, Jesus said unto him, go thy way, thy son liveth. And the man believed the word that Jesus had spoken unto him, and he went his way. You understand that? So the man was able to shift. Remember his primary thought, or his first thought was, you, Jesus, come over here, and then I'll believe it. You come with me, then I'll believe. Jesus shifts his thinking and says, get on to the right circuit. Touch this circuit. Touch the power here. How was this man going to interact with his power? By believing in the words that came out of Jesus' mouth. Jesus says, you got faith, now just shift it. Shift it now. Believe me, and then you'll see it. Can you believe and then see? And really, that's what one thing we want to get out of today's word, because the Lord is really, and he's still releasing words today. But we keep looking for the doctor's report, we keep looking for the lawyer's report, or we keep looking to our bank accounts to see, is anything moving? Uh, even in a, a church sort of setting, we keep looking toward the pews. Is anybody coming back after the pandemic? Is it working? Is it working? Is it working? We're, we're looking to see, and when we see, it's going to motivate our faith. But the Lord says, uh-uh, believe me first, and then you will see. In other words, be fully persuaded that what I'm saying is true, and then you'll see it. Be fully persuaded. That's what the man did here. He believed Jesus. In other words, he was fully persuaded that the, Lord, that the word the Lord was releasing was true, and then, of course, he saw it. Now, he says here, verse 50, Jesus saith unto him, Go thy way, thy son liveth. And the man believed the word that Jesus had spoken unto him, and he went his way. Now, this was not the uh, first time that the Lord Jesus released a word into someone's life and they were healed. Some of you know about the centurion's servant, right? Another noble person, a centurion's servant, uh, who was at the point of death and the centurion sent servants to the Lord and told him basically, hey, you don't have to come to my house. But he said, just release a word only, just speak a word only, and my servant will be healed. This man tied into the circuit. He tied into the circuit. And what happened? Healing went forth to his house. And the Bible says that Jesus, that, uh, that Jesus marveled, Jesus, Lord help me, that Jesus marveled at the man's faith because the man understood this principle of connecting to the circuit. Hallelujah. Connecting to the power. We have to learn to connect to the power because the power of God is available to us. It wasn't a question whether or not the Lord Jesus wanted to heal this young man's son. It was only a question of whether this man could connect to the power, could he believe. Now, Jesus made his power available. The Bible declares here, and we can look at this in Mark, the first chapter, Mark 1, verse 14 and 15. It says, now after that Jesus was put in, rather after that, that John, help me, Lord, are you praying with me today? <laughs> All right. Now, after that John was put in prison, Jesus came into Galilee preaching the kingdom of preaching the, the gospel of the kingdom of God and and saying, 
listen to this, the time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. The kingdom of God, the power of God is, with, is within hand, is at hand, is within reach. That's what Jesus was saying here to the nobleman. The kingdom of God, the power of God, the king of the kingdom is within reach, is at hand. You just have to connect to it by faith. He says, repent. In other words, stop believing the way you have been believing. Stop doing what you have been doing. Repent and believe. Turn and believe. This power is available to you today, my friend, and it's available to you today. Jesus was saying it to the, uh, to the nobleman, and he's saying it to you today. His power is available wherever you are, at home, at work, riding down the road. The power of God is still available to you today. We just have to connect the circuit, connect with this power. It's there. Does Jesus want to heal you? Yes. Does he want to heal your marriage, your relationship? Yes. Does he want to deliver you out of a terrible situation? Absolutely. Can he do it? Yes. No problem whatsoever. He has the power more than adequate, <laughs> praise the Lord, to solve the situation. But the question is, can we connect to the circuit? Can we connect the circuit to release the power? This man, this nobleman, uh, this nobleman uh, received the power of Christ because he shifted his believing. Remember, he believed first, Lord, come, let me see you come into my house and touch this, and then it'll be, then it, the whole situation will be resolved. No, Jesus said, in essence, believe first, then you'll see. This man was able to shift. Jesus released the word. Remember, the Bible said that he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions there in, in Psalm, 10, Psalm 107. Yeah, the Lord sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. This same Lord, this same God was present then with this nobleman. And that same Lord, same God is still present with you today. Jesus can send his word and heal you and deliver you from your destruction. We just got to believe it. We just got to receive it. Matter of fact, let's do it right now. The Bible declares that by the stripes of Jesus, you were healed. Hallelujah. You were healed. So we don't have to look and wait for the doctor's report. Uh, we, we don't have to wait uh, on the lawyer or whoever else to, to show us the, the stats. We can believe it right now. We can tie into this circuit of blessings or this circuit of power and feel that power release in us by virtue of simply believing in the word. And of course, the word is no good without the person who spoke it. Right. We have to believe in Jesus and believing in him we will receive his word, We're receiving his word. Power, power will be released. Well, let's go on just a little bit further. I want to show you this at the conclusion of this. Look at verse 51. And as he was going down, his servant met his servants, met him and told him, saying, thou son liveth or rather thy son liveth. Then inquired he of them the hour when he began to amend. And they said unto him, yesterday at the seventh hour, the fever left him. Now the word left there means to depart. So when Jesus spoke it, your servant, or rather your son lives. That spirit or that fever that was there in that son and his son got up and it went away. Praise God. The Lord sent his word. And healed him and delivered him from, their, from his destruction. Now, there's one more thing, too, that's very interesting to note as we close out. 
There's one more interesting, one more thing. Jesus didn't ask him for his address. He didn't ask him, you know, where he was, what type of house it was, name of his son, any of that, any of that. No, he just needs to know, sir, do you believe, man, do you believe that I'm able to do this with just a word? Do you believe that, my friend, that Jesus can do this with just a word, with his word? When you believe in the person of Jesus and you believe the word that comes forth from him, you're right there at the presence of your miracle. And that's what I want to leave you with today as we stop right here in the second miracle as recorded in the book of John as it relates to the Lord here and what he did for this nobleman. We'll see how the Lord also wants to do that with you. So find what Jesus said about your situation in his word. Do a Google search. Do some type of search to see what Jesus said about this or that. What does the Bible say about this or that? And hold on to that word. Hold on to it for dear life. Believe it and then you'll see it. Amen. Amen. I have fun and I hope that you did too. We're going to stop it there uh, for tonight. There's so much more for us to discuss, but we will get to it in part number three. Thanks again for joining me. Now, don't forget to go to our website at kingdomrock.org. There you can find today's message and the entire series. And while you're on the website, click the contact button and leave us your prayer requests or your comments. We love to hear from you so much. I really would. And while you're there as well, if you would like to leave a donation uh, for the ministry to help this uh, train to stay on the tracks, to help us to go, help us keep a going. Yeah. Just click the give button in the top right hand corner as well. Any amount that you give would greatly, greatly, greatly help in our endeavors. As we say here at Kingdom Rock, when you give people live. Amen. Well, until next time, remember that Jesus loves you. He is the miracle man. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. I will see you on the next time. All right, bye-bye. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.